Welcome back to another episode of Back in a Flash. We're your hosts, Steve. And Meg. And we're joined today by... Mike. Mike Hopi, who's going to be joining us for a handful of episodes this season. We've got three people working on the podcast this season, so we'll kind of hop in and out and have fun with that. Uh, So we've been gone pretty much all summer. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about in terms of what's coming in the start of season two. and so one of the things that we want to talk about, we'll, we'll talk about a bunch of stuff that's spoilery as we get through uh, this episode of the podcast. But first, we want to talk about a villain that's coming to the show early on, uh, Adam Smasher, who was actually one of the first Easter eggs that was done in the show. In the pilot episode, we had the name Adam Smasher dropped as an Easter egg by Iris. Uh, and now we're going to see that character in either the first or second episode of this season. I'm not entirely sure yet. Hmm, I think I must have missed that. What did what did she say? Oh, she was. They were talking about going to the uh, Star Labs particle accelerator uh, experiment. Oh, and, and she and she, she said, called it an atom smasher. She said atom smasher. That's right. And corrected herself. That's yeah, right. That's that's all it was. It was a really small Easter egg, but the character that they made the nod to is coming in now, so that's kind of cool. That is cool. And uh, what kind of powers is he going to have? Well, it seems like he has the power to like grow and be really big and really strong. He's kind of a macho guy. Mm. Um, so the trick then is going to be how do you differentiate that from Girder, uh, who we had in season one. Yeah. Uh, but this Adam Smasher guy is going to be played by a former wrestler called The Edge. And Mike here is a bit of a wrestling aficionado, if you will. I am. I try to be. Yeah. So what, what, I mean, what can you tell us about this guy? Well, I got to correct you. I hate to oh. put you on the spot here, no, but it's not no. The Edge. It's just Just Edge. edge. Just Edge. Oh. But he did get the name, I'm pretty sure, from the guitarist from okay. U2. Oh, all right. I'm all right. pretty sure. But yeah, it's Just Edge. His real name just is uh, Adam Copeland. Right. He's a Canadian. Yep. Um... He was voted in his high school class. He was voted most likely to be WWE champion, and he did. And he had, <laughs> really? He had this amazing career. Uh, he came in. He was in a tag team with his best friend. Um, they revitalized and revolutionized tag team wrestling in the late '90s. Um, oh wow! They pioneered, along with two other teams, these ladder matches wow. with multiple tag teams and bodies going everywhere. Um, and then after that, he had a great career as a singles wrestler, um, multiple-time world champion, and um, just a great, great wrestler, great heel. Um, and he heals a bad guy. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I was about uh, to ask, like, does he hit people with his heel, or is that a term? That <laughs> heals, heals the bad guy. Yeah. Heals the bad guy. Gotcha. Babyface is the good guy. All right. Um, oh, so he's the heel, and he's he's going to be playing a bad guy on this show. So yeah. he's got some experience playing that kind of character. Yeah, he was yeah. kind of like a in a singles career. He was a very uh, like conniving, like uh, opportunistic, like take advantage of somebody when they've just gotten the crap beaten out of them. Mm. Okay. Um, what kind of moves did does, does like does he have any special moves that he uses? He did. Uh, just a lot, he was a pretty standard wrestler, a lot of ground stuff, a little bit in the air. His finishing move was a spear, which is just a tackle. Mm. He would just run into you. 
Um, and uh, yeah, he so he had his great career, uh, and it was cut short with a neck injury. Oh. Uh, in 2011, he wrestled at the WrestleMania. It was 27. Yeah, 27. And he, um, the next day, they told him that he had a neck injury, and if he took another bump, when you fall in wrestling, it's called taking a bump. And if, they said if he takes another bump, he might be paralyzed. Oh. So he went out and he said. I'm done. Right. He was the champion. At that point, you really can't do anything else. You know, you have to call. The owner of the company called him personally and said, I can't let you do this, even though I know you're going to want to and Mm. take the risk. uh, That's how wrestlers are really wired is to just keep grinding and keep earning. Um, And he retired. Now he's transitioned to acting. And he was on a sci-fi show the last couple of years that just ended. And really? Yeah. Do you know what it was called? Haven. Haven't heard of that one. I never watched it. It was on. It used to be on before the WWE show that's on Sci-Fi. So I would always see like the tail end of it, and I try to get into it. It was kind of like your standard like uh, Sci-Fi basic cable show. Sure. A lot of characters, a lot of storylines. Sure, sure. Cool. So, cool. What is the character Adam Smasher like? So I know nothing about him. Sure. Uh, Adam Smasher is, from my understanding, he's a Golden Age character. Uh, and he kind of walked the line between like being a good guy and a bad guy in the comics. Uh, Al, Al Rothstein is the character's name, I believe. Let me double check that. Uh, yeah, Al Rothstein. And he was a uh, scientist. And in the comics, you see lots of him you know, growing to be like 10 times the height of all the other characters. And they like to play around with you know, making characters larger or smaller a lot in the comics. So... We saw uh, the Adam introduced at the tail end of Arrow last season, so we got the small end of the spectrum on Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow, and now we're going to see a character that grows to be ridiculously tall and really big, and yeah. What's his personality like? Um, I haven't read a whole lot of uh, comics featuring Adam Smasher, but... I know that he was a scientist beforehand, mm-hmm. and and really in terms of his personality, one of the nice things about you know this show and what they're doing with these characters is they're able to take like one little snippet and then extrapolate and expand and mm-hmm. build more personality around it. Because a lot of times, you know, when you're dealing with Golden Age comics, it wasn't about building strong characters. It was about like quirky one-off instances Mm -hmm. and strange situations and not so much larger character building uh and it's really you know been more recently that we've seen more larger character building in comics uh so that's why i don't really have a whole lot to tell you about adam smasher's personality uh but we should see some of that yeah in, in this episode i would expect uh, yeah and i would be i'll i'll it'll be really interesting for me to see um how they integrate like his wrestling background and stuff like that that's why i was asking about yeah. moves and stuff yeah. like that to see if they they're always seem to do one things. move that they did yeah like in a movie <laughs> like i remember when the rock did his first movie so it was like he did the scorpion king the second mummy or whatever okay. it was and that was like what 15 years ago? It's yeah. been a while. <laughs> so I'm like 14 years old. We go and see the movie because The Rock's in it. Right. And then he rock bottoms somebody, which is his finishing move. And sure. everyone like loses. It, so <laughs> yeah. it was great. But yeah, it's like every wrestler has to either like 
do their move or makes them like obvious nod to the fact that they were a wrestler. Yeah, but if he's got a neck injury, then he probably isn't gonna actually be doing his own stunts, I wouldn't assume. Yeah, I would, yeah, probably not. But uh, hopefully they still use some of his moves or whatever, yeah. like his spear or whatever it is that he does. Yeah. So that there always, is that nod to It's the always interesting fans. to see how wrestlers do when they go to this like larger like world of acting. Because mm. wrestlers are, are actors. Absolutely. And it's a, they're not great actors. They're great actors for what they do. It's a unique set of skills mm -hmm. to go out there and be physical and act and do it all on the fly. Right. So it'll be interesting to see how they take advantage of those skills that he has. Right. And I haven't really seen him act. I didn't see the show Haven, so I don't know how good he is, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm also interested to see how they um, pull off the growing element since we really didn't, we saw Grodd, and he's the, the largest character that we've seen on that show so far. Yeah. And we, I mean, we only saw him in just seconds, you right. know, bursts and of most time. of it was like in the tunnels. Yeah. And it was really dark, and uh, and that's something else that the producers have said we're going to see again this season. Is we're going to see another Grot episode this season. Yes. So that's so maybe, something to look forward. Maybe to. they'll nail this um, larger than life aspect with uh, with this character, and then they'll yeah. be able to use it for Grot as well. Yeah, Grot uh, is later in season one. Yeah. Mike, because I'm only not, like eight you're episodes not through it in. yet. Yep, seven and a half. He's been teased already. You've Has seen, he? yeah, you've seen some teases for him. So the fact that he exists isn't really a spoiler at this point for you. I, we're, we're gonna. I don't know what teases you're talking about. <laughs> oh, well, there was the cage in the very first episode. Oh, Grod's the gorilla. Grod's yes. the gorilla. I didn't know that. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't know the gorilla. His name. Grod. No, it's yeah. all good. I knew that there was a gorilla. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he'll be he'll be coming. You've seen some teases. I think you saw him in one of the first few episodes at the very end as yeah, well, right? Yeah, they do a flashback with the general and yeah. TV's Tom Cavanaugh. Yeah, yeah. TV's Tom Cavanaugh. <laughs> oh, Tom Cavanaugh. So good. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah. Anyhow, so he's coming, and we've seen some set photos, and we've seen some promotional images, and... Uh, promo clips for the first couple episodes with him in it and he's got a really sweet helmet get up uh kind of looks like a i don't know a ultronish helmet um and then just like normal body he's got like a it's kind of bane meets ultron i yeah. think that's what we came up with when we talked about it before is the helmet's kind of bane meets ultron and that's kind of the vibe it gives off. And then he's just got guns out, you know, right. brolic. Suns out, suns out, guns out. <laughs> right. He's just a gorilla. No, no, no. Oh, this no, no. Is, we're no, going no. back to Adam Smith. Oh, we're going back. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm jumping all around. Sorry. Oh, come on, Mike. Keep <laughs> up. Keep up. I can't. No, this is what Adam Smasher is going to look like. Um, yeah. This Bane meets, um, what was the other part Ultron. of that? Ultron. Ultron, yeah. yeah. Yeah, very, like, metallic head and... Gorilla Grodd is just a gorilla. He's, He's just, just a, gorilla. a giant gorilla. Yep. yep. Giant gorilla. Just hairy and With no gorilla. need for any clothes. No, I mean, right. why do you need... You're covered in hair. You don't need clothes. I mean, right. Well, I'm covered in hair. <laughs> I'm still wearing clothes. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, anyhow... We've got lots of other uh, casting announcements to talk about in the rest of this episode, uh, but since Mike hasn't seen the rest of the season yet, we're going to let him head out 
uh, and then we'll talk more about uh, what you guys should expect in season two. So if you haven't finished season one, now's a good time. Maybe to stop. maybe stop listening, <laughs> go finish season one, then you can come back and check it out. Yeah. Cool. We'll be here. All right, welcome back. And now that Mike is out of here, we can get into all of the spoilery stuff mm-hmm. since you've all seen this end of season one and you know what happens in Central City. Uh, you know all about Wells and about the singularity and the uh, intense crisis that we were left with at the end of the season. Yeah. And so picking up... In season two, they're going to be a few months later, I think is what they're doing. They're, oh. It's not going to be immediately that moment. It's not the we're day not, after. Right. We're not going to see like Barry going into the singularity again and pick up right there. It's going to pick up a couple months later. Uh, Which is kind of a bummer because I really wanted to see, <laughs> I mean, for me at least, I really right. wanted to see what was on the other side of what the singularity. What it looks like. Yeah, what, like right. what he sees on the other right. side of the singularity. And I, I'm kind of, I'm hoping that we see it eventually, right? Maybe not in the first episode, I'm hoping that maybe through, like, jump back. Yeah, flashbacks or time travel or whatever, we're able to yeah. experience that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but one of the big things that is, you know, we know is on the other side of the singularity from the finale episode mm-hmm. is Jay Garrick. We yeah. saw his helmet come flying through in the... Particle, particle accelerator chamber. Right. They picked it up, and it was a really big uh, nod to the audience to that we were going to be seeing this other flash mm-hmm. on the show. I don't um, even know if it was a nod. It was more like they somebody it was really just jumping like up and down, flying yeah. in their arms. Like, it, was, it was like, hey, here. it's happening. <laughs> yeah. We're getting Earth 2. So, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's, the, that's really... Um, the most intriguing part to me is that we're going to be able to see all of these other universes, all these other right. Right. layers of. Earth. I mean, it opens it opens the door completely on you know characters that we thought might have been dead, may not actually be dead, or right. you know they're dead in this Earth, but not in another Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, one of the things that we're going to see is Tom Cavanaugh is actually. Uh, series regular again this season. Which I don't understand uh, how that is going to be possible right. other than him coming from the other... Well, And that's that's the explanation Grant Gustin gave very simply without being too spoiler heavy is just, you know, Earth 2. That mm-hmm. was his explanation for how Wells is still a character in this show. Yeah. Or how Tom Cavanaugh is still in existence in this show. Right. Now, there's still plenty of questions about what his role will be in the show. Is he going to be... Just regular old Benevolent benevolent scientist Harrison Wells, or is he going to be, uh, you know, more manipulative, mysterious character again? We don't really know, Mm. you know, that they could kind of handle that either way. Personally, I think it would be really neat to see kind of that, like, Mad-Eye Moody effect of... You know, in the Harry Potter books, you had yeah. Mad Eye Moody in book four, but it wasn't really Mad Eye Moody; right. it, was it was someone an evil else, yeah, right? Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you actually met him a couple other times in the books, and it was the actual character. And seeing like the trepidation that everyone else had in right. interacting with him, 
Because once you meet somebody and they are uh, not a good force in the world, you know, you don't expect them to all of a sudden be somebody completely different. So right. It right. will be interesting to how they treat Harrison, or if yeah. it is Harrison Wells, you know, if the, how they treat him. Right. Um, how they warm up to him, because it's probably going to take some right. time. He's going to well, prove himself. Well, maybe he has no interest in well, that's true. hanging out with them yeah. or doing stuff with them. Maybe you know? he'll just hide from we them really, all. We they won't even... We, yeah, we really <laughs> don't know what he's going to be like. Uh, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, Earth 2, multiple Earths, parallel Earths is, mm. is going to be a big thing this season. Uh, thematically, what we know is going to happen with Barry is that he is, um, as a result of what happened in the finale and the, the devastation that was unleashed upon Central City, mm -hmm. uh, he he's kind of taking it upon himself to be more of a lone wolf and operate by himself just to put some space between himself and the people he cares about. Yeah. Uh, I think he's also, he's adjusting, them. yeah, to protect them for right. sure. And he's also, I think, adjusting to being a hero because he doesn't feel like a hero, right? Right. Since it was Eddie that actually technically saved the day. Right. Um, right. Uh, and one of the things we're going to see in the first couple episodes is Flash Day. You know, the Central City is going to throw a big celebration yes. honoring the Flash and what he's done for their community. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of hesitation from Barry Allen to that because he doesn't feel like he was actually the hero. Right. You know, he wasn't. Eddie, Eddie was the one that, uh, that made that heroic sacrifice. Right. But at the same time, Barry made a heroic sacrifice going into the singularity as well. So, sure. you know, uh, well, I, I mean, after that's... you watch somebody shoot themselves for the greater good, like what are you? Right. You're not just going to stand there and be like, right. "Well, that that happened. Right. Good thing that's over." Yeah. You know, no, you've got to yeah. go. I think that's just part of the you know immense humility of yeah. Barry Allen as a character, right? Like he has a hard time taking credit for what he's done. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's just his personality. But anyhow, uh, kind of interesting that we're seeing Barry Allen go this lone wolf route because we've got a lot of characters, new characters coming into the show right. that have a lot of potential to be very close to Barry Allen. Mm -hmm. uh, specifically, there's several new speedsters coming to the show. Uh, We've got, just to rattle off the names and then we'll go into more detail, but we've got uh, Jay Garrick and Jesse Quick and Wally West. All three are coming to the show. All three are speedsters uh, in their own right. And um, we know at least one of them is going to be from Earth 2. We know that Jay Garrick is going to mm -hmm. be the Flash from Earth 2. Uh, and Jay Garrick is going to be played by Teddy Sears and his previous... Acting credits include Masters of Sex and Raising the Bar, a couple shows I haven't seen. I have but, not seen those either. Uh, he's So he's going to be Jay Garrick, mm -hmm. and uh, in the show, Jay is described as a mysterious figure who arrives in Central City to warn Barry Allen and his team at Star Labs of an impending danger that he alone cannot hope to stop. Hmm. Uh, and we'll talk about who that danger is in just a couple moments. Yes. <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk first about the other people that are coming to the show to help out Team Flash. Mm -hmm. Right? 
Um, There's two more speedsters, right? Two more speedsters. Uh, yeah, two more speedsters. We have Jesse Quick, who is going to be played by Violet Bean, who's described as a brilliant, quirky college student who gets caught up in Barry Allen's battle with season two's Big Bad. Again, more on that big bad. Oh, okay. Shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jesse Quick, her uh, alter ego is Jesse Chambers, and she is the daughter in the comics. She's the daughter of the Golden Age heroes uh, Johnny Quick and Liberty Bell. Okay. And so she's kind of a, a remnant from the Golden Age. Of oh, comics. okay. That's kind of a nice little uh, nod there. Yeah, it's it's nice. Um, and then the last one that we really don't know anything about how they're going to present him is Wally West. But we do know who's going to be playing him, and the actor is Keenan Lonsdale. Uh, so you can look him up online. Uh-huh. And uh, they're going with the New 52 iteration of Wally West in that he's an African-American. Cool. Uh, I'm not sure how they're going to make him related to Iris, like what they're going to do. You right, know, in, a cousin or something. Right, because in the Flash comics, originally he's been uh, Iris's nephew. Right. But unless you're introducing time travel stuff early with Wally and taking like some of Bart Allen's origin story mm-hmm. into it and having him be from the future, uh, having him be Iris's nephew isn't really a possibility at well, this point. Well, does Iris have any siblings, though, in, not that in we, the CW? Not that we know of. Well, okay, I didn't think so, so I no. didn't know how they were going to pull that off either. Right. Um, I guess he could be an, a nephew by uh, marriage, sort of. But like Maybe. From, you know, the future or whatever. Sure, I know. sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, otherwise I would assume that he would be like a cousin or some right. sort of... That's kind of my guess is that it'll be a cousin... Uh, and that way you don't, you know, you don't raise questions with the narrow age gap mm-hmm. as much, you know. Yeah. If it's a nephew, like there's plenty of uh, aunt-nephew relationships where there's not a giant age gap. Sure. But uh, it's not as common. Right. Um, so I think the nice easy way for him to do it would just be to say they're cousins. And so, so do any of these um, speedsters have... Uh I mean, obviously, they all run fast, right? Right, right. I mean, clearly, that's sort of their MO. That's their thing. But, that's um, why they're called speedsters. Right. But do any of them have anything that makes them special or unique or different than, like, the Flash? In terms of well, how I'm their just, abilities well, work? I'm curious as to how... Uh, well, how is it... How are they going to keep it from not being just... The same. But just, yeah, just them running, you know, sure. just like the same over and over. Sure. Um, I don't know. It's a fair question. Okay. Uh, because they very much are all just like they run fast. That's their thing. Sure. Uh, and, you know, they've kind of gotten some of those side powers that we've seen Barry develop through the season where he's able to, like, vibrate through things mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um Sonic punch or whatever. But you know, I think I think right, right. <laughs> supersonic punch. Uh, I think the big thing in terms of making them different is making their personalities different, right? right? Like that's kind of what we talked about earlier. Like 
in Golden Age comics, it, there wasn't a lot of heavy character building happening, and it was a lot of uh, just putting them in strange moments mm -hmm. and letting that happen. And more recently, you know, we've seen stronger character building in comics, but um, that's one thing this show's done a really good job with in terms of developing a clear personality and character behind Barry Allen and Cisco yes and uh, Joe who isn't even a character from the comics has you know excellent character development mm -hmm. that we've seen on the show mm -hmm. um, and I guess I mean that yeah. is a good point actually uh, now that you say that because Barry does have a really immense power with all of these mm -hmm. abilities that he has um, and it's really only his personality that keeps him tempered and on the good side you know right, really right um, so and it, relatable to the audience yeah too. absolutely so I mean I guess that that would be a really good way for them to differentiate between these different speedsters is like Wally West might be like a loose cannon or something like sure. that you know and because yeah. he's younger and he's got these powers and he feels invincible and he can right know. well and you know that's something that they've kind of done with Wally West in the Justice League animated series is they kind of made him a bit of a joker you know he always took things really lightly mm. um, and we've seen that in a few instances with Barry yeah um, but yeah they could definitely go that route with Wally and make him really like kind of reckless and playful mm -hmm. uh, yeah hard to say for sure what they're gonna do yeah but I think it is a safe bet to say that we're gonna learn a lot more about the West family tree this season and what their family looks like because not only are we getting introduced to Wally West at some point this season but we're also going to learn more about uh, Iris's mother who we really haven't heard We've anything about. No no inklings whatsoever right. of who she is or what she was like or yeah. anything. They haven't talked about her at all uh, but she's going to come up this season. I don't know if we're going to meet her this season or mm -hmm. not but it will be something that's explored in the show sure uh so yeah we'll have that coming up as well cool so jesse quick uh real quick uh, yeah <laughs> um she i i was reading about her a little because honestly like i don't know anything about any of these characters so i have to read about them in order to sure. sound like i know something right <laughs> yeah. um i was reading about her and i found it really interesting that she accesses the speed force yeah. differently right like than yeah. the other speedsters right she does it with a formula right instead of she has just... like a mathematical formula that she just says and that lets her access the speed force because comics are ridiculous <laughs> yes they're absurd <laughs> of course they are you can't have well they have to be you can't have just like a right. regular comic come on right. so but i just thought that was gonna be um interesting like right. for her i hope they show that like discovery of that formula and right. how she's able to like that you know, she's able to tap into it without it being just like a freak accident yeah, yeah yeah that there's actually like the story behind it or i mean i hope they at least keep that element rather right. than her just being right uh, a speedster or whatever well you know i think having her be a college student who is like studying a lot puts her in a pretty decent position to make some sort of discovery like that. Yeah, that's true. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if they do something with that. Right. 
Uh, I will laugh though if like they have her repeat this formula every time. Right. <laughs> like like all of her lines in the entire yeah. season are just her repeating this repeating formula. formula. <laughs> yeah. So that she can run fast. <laughs> It's not going to happen. I know, I know. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I know, I mean, it's so much easier, um, I would assume, in the comics, because then it's just like one little bubble. Right. it's printed once, it's done. Right there, yeah. you know? But like, right. And it just lets you know, like, she's going into super Yeah, <laughs> right. Ready for business. Yeah, so um, on, the t- on a TV show, I think it'll be funny to see how they implement her having to yeah. have this formula in order to access it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um... Now another another character that's coming to the show, uh, also sort of on Team Flash more or less, mm-hmm. is uh, Patty Spivet, and she's yeah. she's a fairly new character in the comics. I think that she was just introduced um, shortly before the New Fifty Two, like after Barry Allen was brought back in the comics. Is I don't know, probably like five or six years ago. Okay. Uh, so she's a fairly young character. And she's a um, love interest for him, isn't she? She is, yeah. In the comic books? Yes. Right, okay. Um, in the comics, she's very much one of two primary romantic interests for the Flash. Right. It's kind of it's Patty, Iris. Patty Spivet and Iris. Ooh. Um, Things are going to get intense. <laughs> no, not really, though. Because I'm I, sure Iris is going to be so like heartbroken over Eddie and right, whatever. You know, right. So I don't think... I think they're very much unfair. aware that, like... Nothing is really happening between Barry and Iris at this point yeah. in time. Uh, but yeah, they're introducing Patty Spivet this season. As Joe's partner, right? As, she's the new female detective? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's going to be played by, you know, before we get too carried away here, yes. she's going to be played by Chantel Van Stanton. Uh, Van Santen, rather, excuse me. Um, and her previous credits include The Messengers, The Final Destination, and One Tree Hill. Um, so, in the show, like you were saying, she's going to be Joe West's partner. Uh, she is obsessed with metahumans and has no idea that her new crush is the Flash. So, we know that she's got a new crush, or that oh, she has a crush on Barry. Barry. Yeah. Uh, and she doesn't know who he is. But doesn't know that he's the Flash. Which... So, we're going to get to see that whole story play out again this season. Yes. Hopefully, Hopefully he learns his lesson and tells her sooner rather than later. Yeah. One would hope. But uh, that's always a tricky but it's, situation. But it's also too. hard to know, you know, if she's obsessed with metahumans uh, and working with the police force, it could be the situation where if he tells her who he is, she would be compelled to arrest him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... So there's, you know, it's different when she is a police officer. That's true. Than when she was Iris, a reporter. Yes. Right? But anyhow, we'll probably see a bit more of that this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say it's at least, you know, him keeping the secret from her is a bit more warranted than it was with Iris because of uh, yeah. her status as a police but officer. But if she is obsessed with metahumans, then she should be able to understand. I mean, I guess she's probably only experiencing the bad ones, but right. everybody knows about the Flash now, so they know right. that he exists and that he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know. I That could go either way. She could either arrest him on the spot and be like, well... 
you're done. Or, I mean, she she could also just heavily rely on him and call him right. all the time when anything's going down or whatever. But right. she's going to be putting herself into tricky situations frequently, it sounds like, if she's obsessed with metahumans. I'm assuming Probably, as a yeah. detective, she's going to be after them, going after right. them and stuff like that. So right. I'm sure the Flash will save her more than once. Yeah. Uh, and we know that Cisco is going to be working a lot with Joe this season on a metahuman task force with the police department. Because he's got uh, all this. Because he's got the all gadgets. those weapons, yeah. Right. So uh, he'll be working with them. Chances are he'll work with Patty Spivet a fair bit mm-hmm. as well if she's going to be, you know, working heavily to take on metahumans. And he's with got Joe. the gadgets mm-hmm. for that. Um, so yeah, I mean. Having her be Joe's partner also adds just an, a whole other layer to that complexity, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think that was one of my favorite favorite scenes from last year, just because uh, it was so well delivered. Was when Barry and Joe were in the car, and Joe asks Barry, like, "So you want me to give you dating advice and about dating my daughter, <laughs> right? Who's also." Sort of your sister. And dating and my dating partner. And dating my partner. Right. Just like, I am out. I yeah. cannot handle I, this. Yeah. There's nothing Joe, good that he could say. Joe knows him. what's up. <laughs> yeah. He knows when to just step away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, they're very much like, they know that the relationships are really weird. Mm-hmm. And they're fully embracing it. Yeah, by making that. the new love interest be Joe's partner. Absolutely. Uh, That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be really good. Uh, but that's most everyone that's coming to Team Flash. Um, we are going to we... see... Well, so we know in the first episode we're also going to see Firestorm, right? Yeah. And, and we're going to see... Robbie Amell uh, said that he's going to be playing Firestorm in the first episode. In the first episode. And and he's been very cryptic in what he said about beyond that. Right. Um, so I'm going to assume that he's dying in the first... That yeah. Robbie Amell is going to die in the first episode. Yeah, I think it's or, a fairly safe guess at this point that he's going to die or leave right. or become one with the Firestorm Matrix and no longer exist i don't something right Mm -hmm. they're gonna do something screwy he's probably not gonna be around because robbie amell is a busy guy he's got other projects he's working on yeah i think he's got other acting engagements yeah i think he's gonna be in the new x-files series that's starting up so he's busy working on that which is awesome yes Uh, so we're going to have to get a new... He's going to have to pass off his power somehow to another right. because, half of Firestorm. Because we know that Victor Garber, the uh, Professor Stein half of Firestorm, is in uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But we don't know who the Firestorm half of that is going to be yet. Right. Um, now, one, one likely candidate at this point is... Uh, there was there was a casting announcement a while back, and I had speculated that this person might be Wally West. Um, but now that we know who Wally West is going to be, my guess is that Franz Drame, who was cast for uh, Legends of Tomorrow, is going to be the new half of Firestorm. Uh, Drame is going to be playing a character named Jay Jackson, 
And his backstory is that he is a former high school athlete who was injured in a debilitating accident. He's been scraping by as an auto mechanic and will grow to have a surprising affiliation with the Star Labs team. Hmm. Um, are there any other are there any other characters um, in the comic books that would fit that kind of description where they were like um, a mechanic or they have like super right. ultra mechanical skills of some sort that would um, also you know because I I don't understand why they haven't if they've cast him as a character and we've already seen Firestorm so we know that he exists right. like. Why wouldn't they just tell us then that he's going to be the new part of Firestorm? So rather than keeping it a secret, I'm not entirely sure. You know, if they were going to introduce a new character, I can kind of understand why they would keep it a, a little bit of a secret, right? You right. Know, for like that element of surprise, but right. we all know that Firestorm is in well, the universe and exists but it's, and everything. But it's still a new character, right? It's a different Firestorm. That's true. Uh, so one of the producers of Legends of Tomorrow, Phil Clemmer, uh, at San Diego Comic-Con, did a Q&A, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, Jay Jackson is not code for any other DC superhero. So we oh. know that it's not, you know, one of the things that was speculated heavily when this character was cast because of his, um, you know, high school ac- or athlete injured in a debilitating accident, yeah. uh, the big heavy speculation was, oh, this might be Cyborg. Uh, because that was more or less Cyborg's origin story. Okay. He was a former athlete, injured in a huge accident. They gave him the cybernetics, and mm-hmm. that was the backstory. So a lot of people, as soon as they heard that, was like, oh, yeah, it's Cyborg. You know, it's, it's Victor Stone. Um, so Clemmer said, Jay Jackson is not code for any other DC superhero, but that definitely doesn't preclude him from being the other half of Firestorm, right? That's he true. could be Jay Jackson and be the new other half of Firestorm mm-hmm. and just have him be a new character. Yeah. Um, I think also yeah. with his mechanical abilities, he might join the team with like Cisco, basically, making gadgets Maybe. and stuff like that as well. Yeah. I, I, that's the only other possibility. If he's not a character right. of some sort. I don't know how else he would fit into their team. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's uh, there's a fair bit of mystery there, yeah. and I think that's probably why they haven't revealed. Instead it of making yet. gadgets, maybe because they're going to have to repair the um, the time sphere. Th- yeah, their time sphere, whatever yeah. that thing is. Right. Um, that we saw like on the last scene there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess he could be a mechanic for that too. Maybe he's got some special talents. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, hard to know. Uh, but yeah, that'll be in the Legends of Tomorrow show. Oh, that's right. I think isn't premiering until the spring. I don't think that's starting up this fall. I gotcha. Um, mm. But yeah. Okay. So that's coming. Uh, so we said we were going to talk about the big villain yes. this season. We haven't mentioned him yet. Big bad. Big bad. So last year we had Reverse Flash. Mm-hmm. This year we're gonna have Zoom. And how are they? Zoom. How are they different? Well, it's completely different words. <laughs> reverse Flash. <laughs> Zoom. Obvi- they sound nothing alike. Jeez, what was I thinking? <laughs> how, why would I ask so, such a silly question? <laughs> so it's it's a totally fair question because in the comics they've been drawn so similarly for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and there's been different characters taking up each of those mantles 
over the years as well. Um, you know, Reverse Flash has been a whole bunch of different people. Most recently in the New 52, Reverse Flash is actually Daniel West, uh, which is some relation to Iris West and Wally West, but I don't remember what the relation is exactly. Oh, dang. Uh, yeah, so he was Reverse Flash in the New 52. Spoiler if you haven't read it, sorry. <laughs> um, but it's also been, you know, Eobard Thawne, and uh, yeah, there have been a handful of people. R Zoom is actually one of Wally West Flash's villains in the comics. Historically. Oh, okay. Um, and the character that was Zoom in the story that I read, at least, which was Jeff John's big arc on mm -hmm. Wally West Flash, uh, the character was a man named Hunter Zolomon, who his vendetta against the Flash grew from... Uh, he wanted the Flash to go back in time and save his wife from an accident. And the Flash refused because he didn't want to be meddling with time travel. Uh -huh. It was during a time when he was very opposed to messing with the past. Wait a minute. Save his wife from an accident? Yes. Hunter Zolomon's wife. Right. Okay. But didn't Harrison Wells' wife also die in an accident? I know that the accident was caused by the reverse Flash. Right. But I mean, if it's from a different that's universe. That's all timey-wimey. I know. It's very timey -wimey. <laughs> And it could be that they're going to say that he is Zoom in this as well. I don't know. Uh, but. I just thought that was very ironic. Yes. That's all. When you said that, I was like, oh, wow, they have, something in, they have something in common. They right. could be like bad guys that are hurting each other, not knowing it, you know, <laughs> like when they're after right. the Flash, really, or whatever. But right, right. Dang. Yeah. Um, or I guess it bore it. Yeah, birthed another bad guy. But anyway, sorry, I digress. No, no, that's fine. Continue. So he's he asked him to save his wife, and obviously right. the Flash asked said no. Asked him to save his wife. Flash said no, and the vendetta grew from that. Mm. Uh, so he kind of had this deep-seated hatred for the Flash. And uh, a lot of what Zoom did, uh, you know, tormenting the Flash, uh, hurting people near him, he did with his intent being to improve the Flash, that through those trials, the Flash would become a stronger character. Oh. Um, and in the end, go back and save his wife? Or, like, how is that... Maybe. How How is it helping him, hurting him, I guess, or, you know... Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Accomplishing your evil vendetta. <laughs> like, right. I don't understand, right. like... Okay. Uh, sure. But yeah, that's so. Those were kind of the psychopaths two things are that, so crazy. Right. Right. <laughs> those are kind of the two things they played with with uh, Zoom Hunter Zolomon. Okay. Um, but yeah, interesting. That being said, really doesn't right matter because yeah. they could do something totally different for this. It's anybody's um, game. Yeah, uh, and. So one of the things we know this season, they they've cast, they've cast Zoom, mm -hmm. but not the person, just the voice. So in this season, what they're going to do with Zoom, he's going to be showing up frequently. Um, from a lot of the previews that we've seen so far, it sounds like 
a lot of the freak of the week bad guys that are in were were sent by Zoom. So he's going to be like the force behind everything yeah. else again. Mm-hmm. Um, and they very much want to have that question of who is Zoom throughout the season. Yes. Uh, the same way we had the question of who is Reverse Flash. They have through... laid the groundwork well. Right. So uh, before we even see an episode of this show, of this second season of The Flash, do you have any guesses about who Zoom might be? Just the more that I hear about him and the more that I learn about him and the fact that we are not going to see him, we're only going to hear this voice that might... Not even be his true voice because there's right. probably, probably not and a stuff true like voice. that. Right. Yeah. That like the big reveal of who he actually is. I mean, it could be a Harrison Wells from like another yeah. universe. Yeah. That could he, be. It just sounds the more that you tell me about this, and I know nothing about any of these things, but sure. it, you know, uh, his wife died in a car crash. If they keep that story, obviously, you know, his right. wife died in a car crash, like Yep, that happened. And Sure. He's, I mean, it just sounds like it could be uh, just a total crazy mind game that they're going to be like, ha ha, it's the same bad guy as the, the season <laughs> as the first season. Right. You know, right. like, oh man, I never saw that coming. Right. <laughs> but then the danger is how do you do that without it being just like, without it just at the end of it being like, so it's the same thing. <laughs> So you're telling me it's the Thanks. same guy. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks for it'll be the the story and the culmination of all these like acts and stuff like that that I think is gonna be the only saving grace. Like the sure. season's gonna be awesome and then the end of it you're gonna be like, it's the same guy? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> how did they how did that happen? Or how why? Yeah. So I've I've got another guess. Yes, who what is your guess? My guess is that it's Eddie. Oh, from I, another universe. I think universe. that it's Eddie from another universe. Oh. Yeah. That'd, he's not a good guy, Eddie. He's this point. bad guy, Eddie. Right. Gotcha. Right. Well, yeah, because, um, wait. Did you say that Zoom's, Zoom has been played by a guy named Eobard Thawne before? Or has been Eobard? Uh, Reverse Flash. Reverse was Flash was. Okay. And that's what that's I, what that's what I thought. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess they can mess with all those. They're very closely linked. Sure. They can do pretty much whatever there. I don't think they're going to do another Harrison Wells. I, I hope they don't. But I mean, <laughs> it would be could. hilarious it if would they be did. Really, it would be really funny. I would get a really big kick out of it. Yeah, but my guess is definitely going to be that it's Eddie at this point. Uh, what other possibilities might there be? I mean, it could be someone we haven't met at all right. yet. Uh, it could be that it's an evil version of Barry himself, mm. right? Which oh, we kind of yeah. talked about a little bit uh, last season, the potential of having Barry fighting himself. Yeah. And the, uh, the Zoom previews that we've seen show a blue streak instead of a red or yellow streak. Mm. Uh, and the blue streak is something that we've seen fairly recently in the comics. Van Jensen and Robert Venditti and Brett Booth's story featured a flash from the future that yes. was Barry Allen from the future coming back in time to fix things in the past. Mm-hmm. And that flash had a blue costume. So there's kind of a nod to that that it could very potentially be an evil version of Barry Allen from yeah. the future. Um, mm, good, good thinking on that. So like that, that could I. be. 
but my guess, I'm still sticking with that it's Eddie. Okay. And that's going to be the big reveal. And that could be really satisfying. That you would know, be quite satisfying, I, yes. I, ideally, it's something that we still haven't guessed. And like season one, they managed to surprise us and still make it something that ties back into the early stuff in the season. Yeah. Uh, but that's, it's such a hard thing to do, and that's what made season one so especially great is that they were able to do that. Uh, to so hopefully they've, the yeah, hopefully they've got something, you know, in their pocket for this season mm-hmm. as well and are able to surprise us all again. Yeah, that would be very interesting, I think, to see Eddie uh, uh, because we've seen him as such a good guy, a hero, and right. clearly he was a hero. He sacrificed himself for the greater right. good. Uh, to come back as just like a total evil guy and just right. out to get Barry. Which you, we yeah. saw that fight in him, you know, a little right. bit, a couple of times, but right. did never come to fruition. So, yeah. That would well, be, and especially, you know, especially if uh, Barry and Iris's relationship develops, then that gives Eddie some Even you know more. romantic motives mm-hmm. to his vendetta against the flash uh which i feel is something that they probably are keen to play around with on this show yeah uh man yeah. they love love triangles they do they they, <laughs> they yeah, sure do obviously yes uh but well yeah that'll be um so well i i Although I know we're guessing and stuff like that, I personally do hope that it's neither of our guesses and that it's just something completely right that we would never have expected. Right. Or that any any you know hardcore fan would, because I'm sure they know that everybody that's watching the show, not everybody, but a lot of people have comic book backgrounds, right. you know, and are like right. analyzing every little piece sure. of it and you know sure. trying to tear it apart. And so, uh, man, the writers on that show must have a challenging job to not only keep it true to the story enough that people aren't going to riot, but that they also, um, you know, also want to keep it different. Yeah. So that they're not just bored with, Oh, I've read this story before. I know what this is going to happen. Right. Right. Yeah. Because you know, a lot of people really want to see like a flashpoint storyline, but I, you know, I'm very much in the camp of like, yeah, there's some cool stuff in flashpoint, you Mm -hmm. know, seeing like, the Thomas Wayne Batman in the Flashpoint universe was really cool. Um, and if you were to do something in uh, this show where he, for instance, goes to another Earth and sees Robert Queen as the Green Arrow, that could be really neat. Yeah. There could be some neat stuff there. Uh, but in terms of actually, like, straight out replicating a story... I'm not as interested because it, well, it's already been, told. been done. Yeah, right. it's already been like, told. Exactly. If I want to hear that story or experience that story, I'll just go pick up that comic. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, that multiverse. Oh, that's it's so exciting to me right. because they have so many possibilities now yeah. to visit. Just like the most bizarre times and places um, with yeah. characters that we know, and just make them like super off the wall out of character right. goofy or whatever you know like right right Ooh, that's exciting um oh but before we get too far away here the voice of zoom uh, oh yeah I, I, I said he was cast and he has been it's tony todd uh and his previous credits include smallville and chuck and the horror movie Candyman. 
uh, I'm not familiar with Candyman, Mm-mm. but I do remember him from both Smallville and Chuck. Uh, in Smallville, he was in an early season one episode. I think it was called Jitters. Um, and he was like a family friend and got uh, exposed to kryptonite and started like shaking violently. And it was, yeah. Oh. It's kind of a tragic story for that character in that show. Oh, and. Womp. Yeah, uh, and on Chuck, he was uh, Casey's handler from the NSA. Mm. Uh, Casey being played by Adam Baldwin on the show. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, really cool. So he'll be doing the voice for Zoom this season. Uh, yeah, and we'll have to see who this, who this Zoom guy actually really is. Really is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. That's all the stuff for this season. Uh, we, we'll be back in a couple weeks. What, the season premiere is... Uh, October 6th. Two weeks away? Yeah. Two, three weeks. Three uh, weeks away. Yes. No, it's two weeks. Is it two weeks? Mm-hmm. It's two weeks away. October 6th. And yeah. we'll be back uh, to talk about that episode uh, shortly thereafter. Man, I can't wait. And... Um, you can contact us on Facebook at facebook.com slash flashfanatics and on Twitter at flashfanatics. And uh, feel free to shoot us a message. What are your theories about who Zoom might be this early on? We know we haven't seen any of the show yet. Yeah. So this is all really early speculation, but I have fun with that. Yeah. It's kind of like unbridled like creativity just creativity. let your mind go and share maybe with us we'd love to grod. hear those stories yeah it's grod maybe zoom is grod <laughs> he crams himself into like yep. a tight little plastic suit oh my gosh i take it back he's got it's hair not sticking out. it's definitely grod <laughs> it's definitely grod he's just got hair sticking out yeah. from like the zipper right you know right <laughs> i don't know if those suits have a zipper but oh hopefully we get to see the ring this season too with the suit popping in and out yeah. like we get to see that him using it and stuff like could that could be cool seems seems like it could be possible yeah you know, now kind of laid the fra- framework for this. it right yeah uh, cisco's seen a bunch of this um these, these gadgets and stuff like that these different technologies so hopefully right he's seen the he's seen the tech he's like i assume he's like figuring out how to make it happen in yeah. the background because he's cisco and they have to change does. the flashes that's happening emblem. this season right they're changing the emblem we've seen that on the show already but they're going to make that a permanent change early on this season right uh given the white background on the emblem and you know you kind of speculated that maybe cisco will have some reason advanced, advanced tech behind yeah. that change rather than just aesthetic yeah Rather than um, I thought it looked cool, which Cisco right. would totally do. He totally do it. He would totally do that, but hopefully he's also There'll been be like something else yeah. to it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, but drop us a line. Let us know what you think about the season, what you're excited for. Uh, yeah, and who you think Zoom might be. Yeah, we'd uh, love to hear your ideas. Yeah, and we'll be back in a flash to talk about the premiere episode of season two. Take care.